Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day 26 in our Acts series. Take a moment to calm your mind and allow yourself to be present to this space. Let us begin together in prayer. Jesus, we acknowledge your presence in this space with us. Prepare our hearts to hear your word. Meet us today, Jesus. You know the depths of our hearts. You know what is bringing us joy and what is weighing on us. Allow us to rest in your presence these next 30 minutes. The Book of Acts, Chapter 26 So Agrippa said to Paul, You have permission to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa. I'm going to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially because you are familiar with all the customs and controversies of the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. My manner of life from my youth, spent from the beginning, among my own nation in Jerusalem, is known by all the Jews. They have known for a long time if they are willing to testify that according to the strictest party of our religion, I have lived as a Pharisee. And now I stand here on trial because of my hope in the promise made by God to our fathers, to which our 12 tribes hope to attain as they earnestly worship night and day. And for this hope, 
I am accused by Jews, O King. Why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead? I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things in opposing the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And I did so in Jerusalem. I not only locked up many of the saints in prison after receiving authority from the chief priests, but when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them, and I punished them often in all the synagogues and tried to make them blaspheme. And in raging fury against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. At midday, O King, I saw on the way a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, that shone around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Is it hard for you to kick against the goads? And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me and to those in which I will appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. For this reason, the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. To this day, I have had the help that comes from God. And so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass, that the Christ must suffer, and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. As he was saying these things in his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things, 
and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice. For this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day might become such as I am, except for these chains. Then the king rose and the governor and Bernice and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, this man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, this man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. Now that we have heard the words of Acts 26, let us move into a time of reflection. Paul's defense continues in chapter 26, and we see another recounting of Paul's story of coming to know Jesus. What part stands out to you today? Does anything hit you afresh? Take some time to reflect on this.
as we continue in reflection. Something we may notice about Paul are things like his passion, his zeal, his commitment were true of his life before he encountered Jesus. And when he came to know Jesus and follow him, those things were just redirected towards Jesus and his kingdom purposes. As you think about your own life, can you notice things like that in you? Perhaps skills or desires or characteristics that have always been a part of you that God now uses for his kingdom purposes. Reflect on this now.
as we continue to reflect. We also see that Paul is not ashamed of his testimony. of the work that Christ has done in his life. Reflect on your life. When opportunities arise to speak of the work Christ has done in your life, do you take those? Reflect on this now. Now that we have spent some time in reflection, let us move into a time of intentional prayer. Let's start our prayer today in Thanksgiving. Pray prayers of thankfulness and gratitude for the work that God has done in your life.
as we continue to pray. Pray for opportunities this week to share some of the ways that you reflected and how God has been at work in your life with someone else. And as we continue to pray, pray with the same heart that Paul had. For many to come to experience the grace and love and forgiveness of God. And to come into your relationship with them.
as we begin to close, if you feel like there is much more to talk with God about today, just press pause and continue on. But if you feel ready to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. Jesus, thank you that you invite us into relationship with you. Thank you that you are a God who loves us deeply and invites us to love as you love. Remind us, Jesus, of the ways you have worked in our hearts and our minds and have given us new life in you. May our stories show the world that you are real. In Jesus' name, amen.